Hi everyone! Welcome to the latest edition of the Anime Limited Podcast. I am Jeremy Graves from Anime Limited, joined in the office studio on this particular occasion by... Carrie. Cat. Andrew, aspiring voice actor. <laughs> Following on from MCM there, it will be explained in due course. Exactly, exactly. Welcome to the, uh, the post-MCM Fallout edition of the Anime Limited podcast. <laughs> oh. If we all sound a bit tired, to be quite frank, it's because we are. Well, also, the, the Fallout reference could refer to us being back in Glasgow. We yeah. often mistaken for apocalyptic wasteland, but we, we like to call home. <laughs> and we thrive in. I live in the West End. <laughs> we, we thrive in as well. Mad Max felt a lot like a documentary to me. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it, was, it was quite the weekend, MCM. It was, well, for us, technically four or five full-on days if you include build-up and stuff. And a lot of stuff happened over the weekend. We got to speak to many of you over at the booth. We were also helping out with Tamashi Nations, a really cool figure distributor based in Europe, starting to make a headway in, in the UK specifically. And we also had Hidetaka Tenjin being brought over by our friends from oh. Viewster, and we were helping out with that. Don't forget we're helping our friends at uh, Shokugan out as well. Mm. Some really cool Dragon Ball Scouters, actually. I mean, it's... Um and the One Piece Devil Fruit that people have seen me posted a picture on, that people would have seen that I posted a picture on Twitter. God, I was oh, a bad you got there eventually. You were drawing that, didn't you, Kat, as well? I love the, the fruit. Yeah, devil fruit. Yeah, but I kind of secretly wish it was a cookie jar or a coin box or something. I think someone in, like in France actually is trying to make that just now. I vaguely recall um, one of the conversations I had with a friend who runs a... Uh, like a company which actually prints plastic toys and they're primarily known for printing things like Tintin, the Smurfs, like little toys, that kind of thing. It's pr- actually pretty cool. Uh, they're moving into anime now, so do they do giant coin banks and such. Mm. So I think you might get one for, for the Devil <laughs> Fruit at some point. I'd like one anyway. Mm. Yeah. It, it did feel like it, that there could have been something inside there, like you could have opened it up. So there's an idea for you folks. Chocolate egg. <laughs> A chocolate devil fruit. Oh, that'd be there you go, marketing material for Easter next year. There you go, people. Mm. So, so yes, MCM. First of all, I guess going around the office to find out how we all did. Andrew, did you survive? Could we queue up Kayla's whisper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, it was good. Like it was a a productive chance. I I spent a lot more time on the stand for once, which was a nice change. Actually, I have to say. Um, yeah, like it, it went pretty well. I have to say. Nice to see people. Saw a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, ranging from industry to like to fans, and it was a it was a nice change, I have to say. And everyone was up for it as well. Everyone was really positive over the entire weekend, which was really nice. Kat, what about you? Did you survive? I did barely. <laughs> I got to Sunday and I was fairly tired, but you can't see it. But she lost a leg in no. battle with MCM. <laughs> no, in the the Thunderdome, as I called it. Um. If you've not read it yet, actually, speaking of that, there's an amazing Reddit thread about that. <laughs> if you search um, the, you know, like oh. uh, it's explicit, so warning, folks. But the the then I fucked up category. Um, yeah, like about Comic Con, it is. Painful to say the least. Uh, I actually cringe reading it, but seriously, if you're if you're gonna do something at Comic Con, try not to. Like, like it, it's good. Like, it's fine to, to to drink with your friends and have a a good time. It's fine to get rowdy even, but try and avoid like going mm. over the top. I, I mean, I was walking back and I saw someone being sick over the edge. 
Uh, of the, the, the very shoddy wireframe. Saturday at Comic like, Con. Like in front of the, the sun yacht. People live at, staying in that yacht can't have had a nice sight at that point. Cool. Sorry, uh, a, a brief tangent there, but it's, it's worth keeping in mind, both folks. There's going to be a lot of tangents. Sunday night at Comic Con, always uh, interesting. Yeah. Saturday I think night. That, I think that's the word. Yeah. I think it's Saturday night, which is the most interesting. Yeah. Sunday, everyone's going home. You know, it's nice. Oh, did I say Saturday? Or did I, I say Sunday? Sunday. I said Sunday, but oh, oh. crap! Yeah, see, I've lost. <laughs> Do days you now. have someone who looks Saturday after night. you here? No. Do you need some help? <laughs> I've lost my days. No, it's Saturday night. Yep, you're right. That's the crazy, messy. Oh, I've, I've, um, I've. What was it? October or last May? No, it was last May. Walking with guests. Um, from the hotel up into the venue on the Sunday and found a pair of uh, panties hanging from the statue of the dock workers outside the Excel Center. <laughs> and that's always fun to see when you're with um, important Japanese guests. They did find it hilarious and um, I believe they took a few pictures. Whoever <laughs> lost their panties that night. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you. Like, you weren't on site much this time, were you, Karen? No, no. I was... Uh, I was... Uh, like a mist um i wasn't really around that much so i didn't get to see a whole hell of a lot i was with um uh hidetaka tenjin and the viewster crew um going around that sounds and like rasta mouse and the easy it does, crew, yeah. it? <laughs> a really weird one to um, make the theme song as well mm, uh yeah mostly mostly in and around the venue i i tend to um because of what I end up doing at the Comic Cons, I don't tend to be around on the stall very much. So I don't really get to see very many people. I did run into um, Russell, who came up and said hello. He did a thesis um, on the industry, and I helped him out. So that was nice to see him. So shout out to Russell. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't get to see much, which is kind of a bummer. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it looked like it was really good fun this year. And I have to say, like, this May, they had such a quality of guests and, and booths and stuff. It was pretty, pretty amazing. Like, having only been doing this for, um, a year and a half now, uh, yeah. it's been, I've, I've seen it grow tremendously. So I think, uh... MCM Comic Con's always a good shout. And I think Manchester sounds like it's going to be pretty decent as well. So meanwhile, I'm really looking forward to that one. Meanwhile, Kat, you got to see plenty, didn't you? I as you did. were helping out on the Shokugan stand, so you were mostly stationed behind the table. What mostly, did you see, Kat? Mostly selling scouters. What unspeakable things did you see um, and that you dare speak on a podcast? What kind of power levels did you did you scan? Oh, you know what was funny? I was it went <laughs> Friday, the whole day went without a single over 9,000 joke. <laughs> and I was like, this is good, this is good. You know, I'm not going to hear it the whole weekend. Yeah. And then it got to like Saturday, and I think I heard it at least three times. <laughs> and then it got to Sunday when I was super tired, and I think it was either my brain playing tricks with me, but <laughs> I think I had about five or six people do the over 9,000. And I was just like, but they were actually oh. just saying, I'd like to buy one, please. And <laughs> just, they were wondering why you kept sc- staring at me in horror and screaming. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, got to see the Tamashi stand as well. So any good cosplays? Well, I bet you got to see the Tamashi stand, <laughs> namely the, the card captor Sakura oh, figurine. She's mine now. The figurine, I mean. <laughs> did you break? <laughs> did you break and buy it in the end? Yeah, I did. But now it's funny because um, 
I just got wind today that Tamashii have announced another one. Oh. And it's just in time for October, so I'm assuming it might be it So you guys would well. notice this, but for weeks before uh, Comic-Con, Kat <laughs> was like, I'm not going to buy Cardcaptor Sakura. I'm not. I have too many figurines. It's not going to happen. And we're like, uh, I write. She's okay. like, I-, I can't spend any money this weekend. <laughs> um, for, for the record, Good Smile had the Nendoroid one, but I already have that one, so... So that was one problem sorted out then for her. One buying dilemma. It's also hilarious to see Kat's bag slowly every Comic Con kind of getting bigger and bigger so that she can bring more and more back with her. Did you see me leave them on the hook like the, what I bought on the bed and then you just saw it slowly grow each day like another bag next to it to pack so like on the uh, upside I, I actually picked up something as well I needed a new bag so I was um, gifted a very nice from a, a colleague a very nice um, Metal Gear Solid bag the reason I think I ended up with it in part is written in nice writing on the top left diagonally is property of Kojima Productions. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like actually on the merch, not like scrolled on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was like, I wonder how that got onto the Konami stand. I, uh, I kind of imagined some kind of viral react, violent reaction, <laughs> well, not viral, violent reaction from them when they saw it on sale, but yeah, pleasantly I, surprised. I bought a couple of bits and bobs. I bought from the from the uh, the Koei Tecmo stand a Zelda Triforce clock, nice. which I was very I was very chuffed. I, I managed to get that on Friday afternoon because I thought, ah, that'll be gone. And then I went over and they still had some. It's like yes, so uh, I can now read the time that's not on my phone. And I also bought the Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell standalone complex Figma and a uh, cat. Yeah, I I told Kat I was gonna I was gonna gonna bite my Nendoroid cherry. I was gonna get the <laughs> I was gonna get the, the Mikasa from Railgun Figma, mm-hmm. and I I did the very silly thing in waiting a day too late to get it. Yeah. And Kat, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know it's that thing like when your parents say, "I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed." <laughs> That's what it was like. A phrase I, I use often. A phrase I use often in the office. I have to say, can't fathom the disappointment <laughs> I had in you, Jerry. <laughs> I was like, you left it too late. You no, I know I did. You should have browsed on the Friday before it even opened and then like <laughs> set your sights on something and buy it just before mm. it opens. She's got a system and it works. <laughs> it does. Do, do you know what though? The, the good smile guys were really nice. Yeah. They yeah they're were. just really, really cool people. So next time they're in the UK, guys, and you're at the convention, go visit them. And especially, like, we were next door to them, so it was like potential doom for your wallet oh, <laughs> having those two boobs next to each other. Uh. Kat was having a slight breakdown even before Comic-Con started because she saw that we were right next to Good Smile and she thought, no. Yeah. But hey, it kept, us nice, steam. kept us nice and busy over the weekend and it made it very easy to talk about our newest acquisitions as well. It did indeed. And we kicked started things with a bang on Friday morning. I'm so glad we can talk about that one now. I know. I am and I'm not because I like I got back in obviously that that day to Facebook and I obviously saw the the wave of like it like it's funny because like it's not just us who had this. I actually went back in time through the, the Mangi UK um timeline as well. And it's exactly the same style of commentary they got. Mm-hmm. I mean like, to put you in context, you know, we're talking at Sword Art Online season. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, basically, like, basically, I understand it's not... Like, it's weird, because we've had, I've, I've been following some comments online, and we either get a... What, you know, like, anime owners said they'll be the criterion of anime. Why are they picking up a title that's popular and just not that good? It's like, well, opinion is very subjective for starters, and, like, anime is just not quite as expansive in terms of classics as... 
that make money mm. right now as criteria as like film like film as a whole but criterion do an excellent job on so like there's a degree to which you have to take on new shows as well and give that yeah. loving quality too as well that you appreciate of course my understanding was also that part of being the whole criterion of anime isn't just about classics and older stuff but it's about the quality of the releases so yeah. like the collector's edition packaging so we give as much love for new, to new releases as we do to old releases and what I've always dug about our kind of our brand was that we, we always mix new and old together yeah. pretty much every well as, mu- as many quarters as we possibly can but we, we like to mix it up so we TV series yeah. movies um, new and old, and I think in terms of Criterion, it's all about the collector's edition and trying to get as many extras as possible, and and especially with the books. Yeah. Like, but to books be honest, just books, I mean, like, I, like, like I like to think that we don't fall. Well, like we have had an incidental sort of pattern of late, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be the same throughout. I mean, for for titles like the Aniplex ones, we manage. It just happens that that actually works quite well. Mm. For mm. example, you know, some of the other extras may be harder to negotiate or just impossible to actually sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not due to anything malicious, just the way thing rights work at times, especially for things like soundtracks or like all that kind of thing. So, like, it actually works quite well there. But I'd love to do some other stuff as well. We'll, we'll talk about packaging another day more. But I've got a few really fun ideas on the. The horizon, um, like books, are important to me as well, though, just because I think it's it, like it's not a dying medium, thank heavens. But like, in mm. fact, physical print, like uh, physical books, have actually gone upwards in sales since, like, in the last few, like, the last year, I want to say actually, um, versus digital book sales. And I kind of find myself hoping that, like, you know, the same for, for what we do with Ultimate Editions, for example, the books are something entertaining and interesting to people. Usually mm-hmm. very informative. We try yeah. to make them something yeah. that, that people would actually want to read rather yeah. than, you know, just throwing it in for filler. Yeah. We try our best to do that. I actually recall recently looking through the Tokyo Ghoul book that we were working on and having to strip out some pages that were just episode guides on <laughs> 12 pages of the book, which felt distinctly like filler to me. It's in the Japanese book as well, don't get me wrong. Mm. But the way it was formatted now, it meant it went over 12 pages. So we were like, well, yeah. better uses for those pages. So we're actually, mm. much like Sword Art Online, we're creating some original content for the book as well. Nothing scandalous, of course, but like articles written by UK journalists specifically looking into the, the shows in different ways. So Sword Art Online 2 has it, and Tokyo Ghoul has it as well. And so it's something we are adding. It's like Criterion do film essays, for example, mm-hmm. in it. It's not quite on that direction just now, but it's a, it's a step in the way. We're, we'll craft it based on people's reactions as we go. Mm, yeah. uh, there were a bunch of other films, like films and TV series as well, we've announced over the weekend actually... Between you and me, I've had a, con- a contract or two for a few others in the last day or two, so the announcements aren't done yet, for sure. No, exactly, and one of the themes, actually, that, that we noticed, sort of coming off of what we announced, was, oh, there are there were a few Aniplex titles in there. It's like, true, but doesn't mean that's all we're going to be doing. We've got- um, take a look at Tony, for example, he announced mm. um, Fate Stay Night, or oh, Unlimited Blade Works. Kat, have you watched any of it yet? 
Not yet, no. I get the feeling it's, it's going to be your kind of show. and you're gonna, It's on my list. It's, it's, it's well worth it. If you've not seen any of it yet, I would say go back to Fate Zero. Because Zero... Now, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm from MBM just now as well, so I'd um, on a, like, like... I don't feel we have to be restricted to promoting only our No, totally. Yeah. I, admittedly, I've um, not seen very... I mean, the only thing I've seen is the Unlimited Blade Works movie from my past life. Mm. And so I'm really unfamiliar with the, the franchise as a whole, but I understand that I think Fate Zero is technically a prequel to everything. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. It's like, more like a reboot, I would say, but... So a re, sort of a prequely rebooty thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, rebooty, it's there smashy. you go. There's a name for an album for someone. Rebooty. You were. <laughs> but anyway, announcement wise, we also announced Fusei Memoirs of a Huntress, which mm. for those of you who were at Scotland Loves Anime, Yay! probably what, a year or two ago now, probably? Uh, two, two years ago. Two years ago, years ago you would have seen it. It is such a cool film, and it actually nearly won the judges category as well. It narrowly missed out to pass I really, really enjoyed that film, and yeah. I'm glad we were Like, speaking of SLA as well, I know what. Diverging a little bit. I'm in a very weird situation just now where most of the lineup is actually already done. I know, it's insane. What? It's unusual for me. This it's is normally. Impressive. Like, I've got most of the materials as well, actually. Well, they, they, the graphics assets, and they're not, although before anyone asks, they're not all anime limited product either. It's just. They'll be five centimeters per second, right? That's a <laughs> reference to the. the, the that's a, a whole story for another day. Uh, well, actually. Uh, yeah. Anyway, for those of you who were at SLA that year will probably yeah, get and appreciate that. But no, there won't be five centimeters per second. Some really Confirmed. exciting films. Confirmed. <laughs> yes. Um, that was a, a little in-joke and a half. Um, basically, yeah, it's all lighting up to now. Um, like, Fuse was a film I really enjoyed. It's mm. from the director of Zand, another show that isn't known so well. It was only released on DVD complete in the UK and Blu-ray only got part one which is a crying shame for me as I it's one of my favorite shows actually it's it's as if like I mean I know Ronia is an is a show done by Miyazaki Jr. in kind of a, a CG style but Zam for me feels like what would happen if Ghibli made a TV series to an extent I know it's not everyone's cup of tea and there's a little bit in the middle, which it feels like a lull, but you have to go with it. But it really works as a show for me. It's one of my one of my personal favorite shows. Like it was a, a huge list, but if I had to list shows from the the last like since about two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven, that I really love, that would be beyond it. So would Eden of East, Bacano, Kill the Kill, obviously. Um, like there's too many shows to count actually at this stage. <laughs> I I could really go to town on it. Um, there's films as well, obviously, but TV series wise, he, he says looking Terran, in our stock cupboard. <laughs> like Terran Resonance as well. Actually, mm. I really enjoyed. I know not everyone did. Um, on a personal level as well, this season, like the la- like the last two seasons, have had probably two more shows which I I love actually. Two the first two of this. Like uh, like a uh, this like half of uh, the the decade actually, actually probably the, the decade as a whole actually, um, which are like have the best opening and ending respectively actually as well for the the last few years for me, which is uh, Death Parade and Blood Blockade. I totally agree. When it comes to seasons, like there are so many shows I've wanted to watch but just haven't had a chance to get to them and. Admittedly, I'm, I'm now sort of two weeks behind the current season just because we've been building up to MCM and I really want to see the latest Arslan because Arslan is super cool. 
And what else is that? I still want to watch more of Food Wars. I only watched the first episode and that was quite the experience. Why but... am I not watching that? Why aren't you watching it, Kat? It's quite insane. It's a bit weird as well. It is. It's every, really episode, freaking weird. every episode basically follows the same vaguely CD context. Oh. Guy cooks the the girl eats, girl has kind of orgasmic style joy at food. Oh, right. Okay. That's not what. <laughs> the look on Kat's face right now. That's is not what Kat expected. Kat was expecting Sorry. some kind of bizarre food fight, I think, by the looks of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I've successfully broken Kat today. I'd rather have Jeremy explain it than you, Andrew, because... <laughs> You don't see this when Andrew does it with a really creepy face. I am am to the point, at least. No. Uh, Also announced over the weekend, we will be releasing Durarara Cross 2, that being the sequel to Durarara, which quite quite timely, actually, given we just got the first season out, the reauthor, of which, thanks for all the great feedback on the reauthor, by the way. We're Mm. really happy with the reaction it's been getting. Relief. Exactly. Oh, speaking of, by the time you guys are hearing this, we will have already put it in the newswire. Practically all of the replacements are going out this week. Mm-hmm. We have literally been packing them for the past few hours. I have injuries to prove it. Yes, Kerry yes, has a legit yeah. injury from this. I didn't notice that Badly before. sliced my Ironically, fingers. it's on her middle finger yeah, as well. Yeah, so <laughs> bleeding at me right now. Yeah, my, my general angry face on the plaster. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so, so virtually all of, well, I can tell you, all of the UK and Ireland replacements are going out later this week, mm-hmm. or by, by the end of the week. And International, we're doing getting some out this week, but most will be next week. And also, the replacement scheme is going to be closing soon. We're probably going to have a date of when that will be in the coming week. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to get your replacement in there, head over to our website, go in the latest newswire. The link is in there as we post it in there each and every week for you. But yeah, do Roll Roll Cross 2. It will be all of the series. It isn't just going to be one of the arcs. Because for those of you unaware, it's being split into three separate arcs being aired over three different seasons, but not seasons one after another. And I know we've had a lot of people concerned that it's going to be released in some kind of model like six parts or something across. Right now, the honest truth of matters, we we have no idea what format it will or will not take at mm-hmm. this stage. Um, As it's we still are, broadcast. We are listening to people though about it, and we like we're not blithely out for following the the leader on on how things are done. If there is a, a model that makes sense. Um, coming up in terms of extras, then great. We'll, we'll be happy to get out sooner for people who want it. But it really hinges on it hinges on a lot of factors, basically. So I, I don't think you, of course, to be concerned yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just hinges on what kind of delays we would have to face if we wanted to do it in say three set, you know, part, see, like you know, arc one, arc two, arc three, for example. Other killer kill and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the final title that we announced over the weekend was Ald Noah Zero. Which of- I, oh, sorry, which I really loved someone's first comment on our Facebook <laughs> saying, please reconsider. <laughs> which, which, you know, it, 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 we didn't even laugh like that at the detriment of the show. It's just literally the first comment was, please reconsider. <laughs> it just caught us off guard. And when it comes to being like on the booth at, what was it, like 9am on Sunday when we announced this, we were all just like looking like the zombies and space dandy like that image I posted yesterday 
and it, it just made us all really chuckle. But yes, Aldo was zero. It, I loved the show personally, and it caused quite a, quite a controversy while it was broadcasting from the ridiculous cliffhangers it was leaving. I think the like uh, the show as well is, does fit what we do pretty well to an mm. extent. I mean, it's like it, it's by the, the the same story writer as Magica Magica, um, like for example. Um, it's, it is mecha, which makes it divisive to a degree. It's been likened back and forth to things like Kogias, for example. Um, the soundtrack is by Hiroyuki Sawano, which means it's that phenomenal it is... phenomenal soundtrack. Really, actually, very good. Um, like, he has his hits and his misses, actually, at times. I've not been... Like, I, I need to, to catch up on it, but I wasn't overly bowled away by Seraph at the end's soundtrack. I was blown away by the animation, and the... Uh, like, I enjoy the characters a lot in the manga, but... First few eps of soundtrack didn't blow me away compared to Arslan, for example, which was a different composer. Um, but Aldo Zero is one of his his. T- I'd say it's actually as enjoyable, if not slightly more so, soundtrack wise than Attack on Titan. Hmm. Now I'm going to say this now because the fact we've mentioned the word soundtrack like four times, some of you may be thinking <laughs> oh. we're hinting at something. We literally have no idea if having the soundtrack in our release is even possible at the moment. It's mm. Obviously, something we're exploring, but at this stage, no flipping. I'm just going to preface every thing, every announcement, everything with soundtracks are so incredibly difficult, so incredibly difficult to do. We would love to do them. We know a lot of people would love to get soundtracks with their films, with their TV shows, but they are so incredibly difficult to clear, to get done, to get the license for. So back as well. Yeah, to report them back. To a different arm of companies, normally it's normally an audio division, so it's not the the normal basically. So when when we say we would love to, but we can't, it's really because we can't. Um, Patema was a was an interesting uh, thing that we managed to t- to do, mm. but yeah, they are so difficult to clear. So. Just so you're aware of that from now. Mm, music rights are in general a whole different ball game mm. than just straight up anime rights. But from there, we have actually got a few bits of news that we want to discuss, uh, actually pertaining to Kill the Kill, because we had Kill the Kill Part 3 on sale at MCM this past Ooh. weekend. It was phenomenal to see the reactions. So many, like, the reactions we were getting on the booth when people could see it and they were holding it and seeing what the <laughs> box looked like, oh. it was just phenomenal. Unfortunately, oh. come Sunday, it, it, it started to become apparent there may be something up. So to give you the, the background, um, it's not like disastrous or anything, it's certainly not like things are coming off left, right and centre, but we we basically receive a white sample before we go to print and we sign off on that. Now the white sample, everything was fine on the last one we got, it was easy to, like the, the lift-off lid box, as you've seen in the, the real releases, if you're at MCM, is beautiful. And well, if you've seen fine. the unboxing as well on our website. Um, like, it might be a little bit tight if you put the... If you have the red O cards. Like, red um, belly bands rather attached to the, the box. But it's fine, basically. Um, like you know. to, to give people... Sorry, just a quick bit of context. For those of you who don't know what a white sample is, it's basically a physical representation of the product, but it is just all in white, not with the final designs on. And that's what we get to then be able to test the product, see how it's looking, how it feels... And we got the final white sample through for Kill the Kill, and it was totally fine when we had it. And so we signed off on it so that it could then be produced in time for MCM. Is that a fair representation? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Good. What yeah. like what kind of problems do we normally get with it, though? 
Um, paper quality sometimes below par, so we have to correct that. Um, sometimes how things are just like put together, sizes are sometimes off. Um, we've had a few where the printers haven't quite understood what we meant. I think with Kill a Kill, the original time we received the first white sample for the collector's box, they had thought that there was a gap, like a quite a big gap in the, mm. the lid, but uh, that was actually just to show there was a cut in the, the product mock-up, so we had to say no, we want it to be flush, like completely clean on the outside, no like red gap or anything. You actually get really, like uh, one of the things we actually relented on a little bit, I was leaving a little bit of red around the mm. side, which works really well actually, so that's a nice yeah, cool cat. Nice, but um, Wait, and, yeah, the, and we should clarify that the collector's box is totally fine, mm-hmm. we are super pleased mm-hmm. with it. However, a problem that we didn't expect was relating to the actual box three part of the box three so release. Basically, just like what happened with like in boring terms, is it's slightly harder to get the like the actual disc digipack and the book out of the rigid case inside the box as you'd like. So, we're just like basically. We've just quarantined the remaining stock, which was meant to go out, um, and the printers are reprinting the the hard case with a little bit more width on it, yeah. so that it'll be easy to slide it and out the the booklet. I think it's a it's a very boring size, it's like zero point five mil. It, it's barely it anything, but really? yeah. wow. but just yeah. enough to be kind of annoying and difficult to get the digipack out, mm. yeah. as but, a few of you will have noticed yeah, and so, have, have already flagged with us. So, yeah, basically, it's, it's better to do that now and have a full-fledged replacement program or something. It's really not... Like, again, like it's a, it's a frustrating delay because it's obviously... It looks like it's been delayed three times, but, like, it's better to do it this way than the alternative. Mm-hmm. And anyone who bought at MCM who is having trouble, and I don't think it's going to be everyone by a long shot, um, if there is a problem, just drop us a quick email via our contact us form on our website... And we'll sort out a, a swap when when replacements come in. We will be um, putting up details on the website as to exactly how to to go about sending us information and whatnot. So keep an eye out for that. There'll be a post up later on this week. So please, yeah, please pay attention to our this. website. Yeah, we're, we're actually. I mean, at the time we're recording this, it's sort of Tuesday late afternoon, early evening time, and. It'll be in the newswire, but we'll be doing a separate post about it as well. And it's literally only for the people who bought them at MCM. And we've got really clear instructions. You can be emailing me, so if you want to hound me, you can, but be nice. To emphasize, anybody who gets a copy after this date, after MCM, whether you ordered it from Amazon or you got it in the shop, there'll be absolutely nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. it. And you shouldn't get in touch with us about that. You can get in touch with us about anything, but not that. Mm. And like Andrew said, literally as soon as we found out, this may just be more than like an odd copy that's going out. Like he was on the phone to to the production house, just said, right, quarantine that. We need to figure out what's going on. And so none of that stock is going to be going out anywhere. The only copies in existence like that will be those bought at MCM, which, as mentioned, we are going to be replacing. On a, a slightly different note, a happier note, oh, uh, my yes. as well, Kat just sent off the designs for Space Dandy for approval. Yeah, Final yeah, approval, yeah. isn't that right? Back soon. Um, so excited. Excited. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go forward and print for that one. Especially with the 20 art cards. Because I know everyone says they don't like postcards and art cards, but the reason we did 
I think we explained in the last podcast, but the reason we did decide on 20 art cards to go with it is because there were so many versions of the Japanese Space Dandy with amazing key arts in it that we couldn't use, so you, you now ju- have a little collection of them. You've just finished putting the book together as well, haven't you, for it? The yeah. 148 page art book. Yeah, 148. What section did you, like, you put a special section in by the looks, I had a quick sneaky peek. Oh, to do that. with episode one? Yeah, well, the episode <laughs> one, it's like, it's not a big spoiler to say, it's like, it's about alternate universe dandies, am I right? Yeah, and like, on YouTube, <laughs> there's a amazing interview with Ian Sinclair, the English voice actor for Space Dandy, and, um, he talks about that episode and talks about some of the different versions yeah. and things. And yeah, if you can find it on YouTube, it's worth listening to. But that's a really good episode. I was <laughs> listening to that about a week ago um, and left work. It was a Friday, left work, went to the pub, and I just had the dandy voice in my <laughs> head. And I just found myself like, you know, it's like boobies, baby. It's like in the pub. for the rest of the night. Yeah, for the rest of the night, I just kept talking to people and calling them baby. Yeah. So yeah, that's not cool. Don't it's do like, that. People don't like it when you do that. The different Kerosene dandies. Friends, more than one pub for doing that. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think my favorite dandy is emo dandy. Which I didn't realize yeah, was a real thing because I was in yesterday uh, just because <laughs> holidays books. So I wanted to make sure everything was sorted. And have started QCing the DVD version of Space Dandy Season 2. Kerry's going to be looking after the Blu-ray version. And mm. I didn't realise that Emo Dandy thing was real. I thought it was just a random <laughs> meme that someone no, came up with. And so when it suddenly came up on the screen, I just had to text Kat and go, hang on, Emo Dandy's real. Yeah. There's so many. There, I love the one when it's the one that's clearly taking the piss out of um, Dragon Ball. And then one that's taking piss out of Cobra. Yeah, there's oh. just so many, and like yeah, the cheesy kind of anime one. Actually, we shouldn't say anymore because you let everyone it's, like. It's well worth a watch. It's yeah. on Netflix right now. Mm. If you are itching to find out what we're on about yeah. after this, it's gonna be worth it, people. It's gonna be yeah, so much fun. It's and good. then once everyone's seen like all of the second season, like everyone. Please, like, email me or, okay, or get on Twitter to... and talk to me about everything that happens, because I, I, I watched it so long ago, and then I came into work and I was like, oh, I've just watched season two, it's incredible, and oh my god, the ending, and then everyone's like, oh, we've not got that far yet, and I'm like, sitting in silence, like, I'm the she's, one to talk to about She's this. been saying this for months and months, she's, like, yeah. absolutely desperate to talk to somebody about season two. She's absolutely desperate to talk to someone, full, so we all ignore her yeah. and <laughs> because yeah. as well, like, because Cat's now seen season two, and then as soon as like Cat mentioned, oh, are you guys gonna watch season two soon? And we're like, oh, we're, we're gonna wait until like the, the, the QC discs arrive, yeah. so we can watch it that way. And then Cat's face just kind of went down a little bit. It's like, <laughs> no, and this isn't like March, and she's thinking yeah. it's not out till like June, July time. Yeah, and ah. then obviously when the QC discs arrive, and then we're away to Expo. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's. I actually prefer season two to season one. Like, it's all great. Mm. All, both seasons are, but season two, you know, and sometimes you worry that a second season of a show will not quite match up to the mm. first season. Season two is definitely just gets better, and like, all the episodes are insane. And I think the themes vary so much more in the second season. Um, but in yeah. the first two episodes alone, they've already contrasted yeah. themes. <laughs> But wait till you get to, is it episode five is your favourite episode, High School Andrew? Musical up. Yeah. <laughs> the Glee-themed episode, so to speak. It's more like 80s, it's more like Grease than it is um, Glee. Mm. It's really nice to hear somebody else gushing about Space Dandy instead of me this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's an ongoing trope of our podcast. Uh, oh, but yeah, times. it's good stuff, and watch it, it's on mm. Netflix. Please. Also, Please don't forget watch to it. 
It is indeed. <laughs> but but yeah, I guess just to, just to sort of round off the uh, the MC, MCM Comic Con talk, thanks to everyone who came to the panels. Like Andrew and mm. I were involved in four, technically overall, if you include the Guest of Honor panel. And we had our Friday panel, which was really good fun. We did Saturday morning and had Viewster involved, and it was really good to get them involved. Just a really fun vibe. And then we had the Guest of Honor panel later that day, which was really, really cool to see how... how Hedataka Tenjin goes about drawing and just mm-hmm. literally showing you while he's drawing on a computer tablet. It was pretty mind-blowing mm-hmm. just to see how much level of detail goes into it. Oh, wow. And then, of course, we had the anime industry panel on Sunday, which I was chairing, and that's why there was a mysterious fourth seat on the stage if you arrived a bit late, everyone, because I was sitting there originally. <laughs> and uh, had some really, really good questions from that panel, and uh, uh, overall, a very successful time when it comes to panels, Andrew. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it as well. It's a great chance to talk to people. Are you going to explain the random video that popped up in the comments? Oh, <laughs> I, I saw I was that. actually not at the panel. I was busy elsewhere. <laughs> so I missed all of this and I come into work today uh, and I'm looking on Twitter going, why are there all these videos of Andrew everywhere? Hello. <laughs> Andrew's normally, voice actor. Normally it's what? very obvious why this video to be online and normally it requires calling my carer again. Usually, but, um, yeah. But yeah, no, um, yeah. Stuart no, Claw could be blamed for that. I blame, <laughs> I blame Stuart for that, um, who was hosting the, the panel, basically. He, bas- basically, I put on a silly voice before, which sounded vaguely like Kermit. <laughs> so he asked me to, to wow. do another line from something. And, like, I couldn't think of anything in particular, so I did a, an anime, ba- like a pseudo-anime one instead with Archer. Like um like an archer like one of the, the mad scientists like Krieger has a holographic Japanese wife, um, <laughs> and like that was about the best I could do in a, a Kermit voice, like <laughs> out of the blue. When but, I saw it, I was like, "That's not what she sounds like," because I didn't even yeah, have the context for it. Was meant to be Kermit esque at least. <laughs> Normally, everyone in the office is just subjected to hearing me going helping. Yeah. 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 I mean, and other. <laughs> such fantastically professional phrases and make me sound smart and um, mm. like I know what I'm doing but but yeah MCM was was really good fun and also uh, talking about Hidetaka Tenjin uh, I know Kerry wanted to share this story as well from the signing session on the Saturday because there was a moment where both of our hearts melted because of a oh. tiny little girl so to put this into perspective, Hedataka Tension's been signing and talking with people, and it's one of those moments in a session where there are still more people coming, but there's like mm-hmm. a, perhaps a minute or two before mm-hmm. more people can get there, because Felicia Day was really freaking popular, everyone, so people were having problems trying to get into the signing area. Yeah. And so Tenjin is just is drawing. He's sort of sketching things, and he's drawing a picture of Mazinga Z, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And in the, the signing section next to us, where one of the guests really had their selfie pose down. It was oh, yeah. impeccable. It was like. the woman who is uh, who plays, apparently, Cruella DeVille in Once Upon a Time. She was actually really nice. She was pretty sound. Yeah, really sound um, person, but she's but got she her selfie pose down. So perfect. Nice. So perfect. I'm sure she ended up looking absolutely perfect in every one of those Her photos. posture was incredible. <laughs> and so Tenjin's drawing this, and there's like, a, there's like a little small family who are meeting the people next to us. Mm-hmm. And then there's this little girl who, to put it bluntly, couldn't, just had the look of, I really don't want to be here now. <laughs> just, I don't want to be here. And then Tenjin sort of is drawing and just so turns the drawing around and holds it up to the girl. And the girl gives a look of, what the heck am I looking at? Yeah. And then Tenjin sort of kind of went, just sort of gives a motion of, oh, one, one minute. Grabs another bit of card, starts drawing, and is sort of waiting. And this girl's looking, thinking, what's he doing? 
And then suddenly Tenjin holds up this drawing to her and we can't see it because we're standing behind him and the girl's eyes just light up like it's the greatest thing in the world. And then Tenjin presents it with both hands to the girl and she reaches out and grabs it. And then as like the mum's turning around to show the dad what's just been presented, Carrie and I see, and it's a really cool little anime cat. Yeah, and and that she's like she's clinging onto this drawing, and she's so happy with this picture, and she's like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And the dad's even going, "Oh my god, like thank you so much!" Yeah, she was she was so excited. She was showing her older brother or whatever. Mm. She was just like going ah at him to show him the picture. (laughs) Even I know Andrew makes that noise all the time, but it's not (laughs) as adorable for a little girl. Even even my my swinging brick was. Uh, a little bit moved by that mm. she was so happy to get that picture it was adorable yeah, mm. that's so sweet so that's one of the really 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 heartwarming stories of the weekend I saw that said apparently there was someone threatening to do a naked elf in lead cosplay but I don't know if that actually happened or not oh <laughs> so that's a tangible point like wouldn't that? be the first time that kind of thing's happened at an event uh, Japan Expo had three people banned from the event for cosplaying as nudist beach oh yeah <laughs> I remember because they were some, very literally, very literally, at, were in uh, fact cosplaying nudes, borrowing their belts. Incredible. <laughs> Male and female as well, but it was like two sets, so that was, <laughs> that was like three of them total. That was I dedication. Genu- I genuinely didn't think that was going to go anywhere. I just thought it was like a random tangent. <laughs> no, wow, no, that, there was actually was a good payoff to that. Actually what happened, it's an anime limited related one, not... Commissioned by Anime Limited, but in fact, Anime Limited property related one. I think the best cosplay I saw from this weekend was um, the Waluigi. Oh, in the go kart. In the go kart, he had a little bomb on and everything in the balloons, like from the Mm. the multiplayer and all that. It was incredible. I saw the the multiplayer. Alien from Alien, the Xenomorph from Alien. It was Mm. actually Tamashi calling like one of the Tamashi toys called Big Big Chap. Big Chap. I love that. Big Man. Big Man and Wee Man. I don't the glass go past. I've lived here too long. I guess in terms of events, for those of you interested, I mean, we we are actually going to be going to Japan Expo in France. You can expect some cool stuff from there that we're going to be sharing. Various members of the team are going to be there across different days, so you can expect some fun things from there. In terms of UK conventions, the next one on on the docket is MCM Manchester in late July. Followed by the week afterwards, both Kitacon and, in fact, um, Nomcon at the same time. Of um, how it, will we do that? It's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to clone Magic. Jeremy. <laughs> Which in itself is quite a task. There's a lot of me to clone. We've got, we've, yeah, we've got the money. It's fine. You, know. you heard that, folks. Quote. When you cut oh. off bits of paper and write money on it, it's not Bless the same you. and it doesn't count. Oh, sorry. Slightly off topic, but just thinking about the whole money thing was... Someone had asked when we were going to license Karkato Sakura, and I told you guys to say when when Cat has the money to license it. <laughs> you haven't responded yet with that, so I'm saying this now. No, not, not guaranteed. No, no one, ever. Okay, that is now going to be the de facto <laughs> answer, by the way. But no one actually asked me that over the weekend. Really? Not, not one the, person. I thought I saw it so, on someone, media. Job. Actually, before Andrew's impression on the Saturday morning panel, I like some because Stuart said, "Oh, now you sounded like a certain amphibian creature earlier," and I went, "What, Sergeant Frog?" Because <laughs> it's the first frog I could think of in anime. Yeah. Yeah. And, and someone came up to the booth later. And uh, I can't remember your name, I'm really sorry. And someone said, oh, are you going to license Sergeant Frog? And I just went, 
I'm not gonna lie, mate. I just said that as a reference. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, anything we say, okay. I, can I just say this now? I was joking. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. No, let's be frank, Kate. You really want us <laughs> yeah, to get card capped to Sakura. You do. I could, I could take it alone, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't need that kidney anyway. Yeah. yeah, you only need one kidney to function, right? So. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Depends how much you drink. This is true. That's really your liver. Yeah. Well, you Sorry, yeah, wrong body part. Sorry, oh, I'm really yeah. tired. <laughs> I did that this well, morning. Yeah, kidneys yeah. are required as well. Yeah. Mm. And this is like Grandpa Simpson. Do you remember that joke from The Simpsons where they're on a really long car ride and Grandpa Simpson's like, I need, <laughs> yes, I need, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, so and then they're just driving away and they suddenly hear this pop sound well, and, and it turns out his kidney just exploded. And then they're at the doctors and like, they're at the hospital and they see the scan and it's just Should, like two exploded kidneys. Shouldn't be funny. But <laughs> it's really good, that one. Oh. Oh, but so yes, MCM Manchester is our next UK yeah, convention. We'll, we'll all be there as some um, sort yay, of weird dysfunctional family. I'm <laughs> sure you'll have a podcast long, long before then. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Probably and, two of them, actually. Uh, quite possibly, actually. But I think on that note, everybody, we're probably going to wrap up for today. We just wanted to check in after MCM for all of you. But, uh, but I guess before we close out, guys, any other business we want to address mm. or want to mention? Any other business? Anything at all, be it us related be it MCM related well, life, it's your life birthday related. this week isn't it oh, happy yeah. birthday Jeremy oh, yeah, it is Jeremy. Totally happy birthday oh, welcome, welcome to the death zone Oh. Yeah, I'm turning 30. Do you know what's really funny? Is my, my, my birthday. It's all crap. Always, it's all my, downhill from my, here, love. My, my birthday speaks to experience at the age of 75. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I moisturize. I'm about like 93. My, I keep forgetting that my birthday always falls around me. MCM time. It's either during the event or just after. And it, mm. I always forget because it's a bit, big blur. Mm. But yeah, but, everyone, uh, but yeah, everyone um, has to wish Jeremy happy birthday. Yep. Yes, wish Jeremy happy birthday. Well, there's, there's lots of anime it's screenshots. It's 28, <laughs> so by the time everyone's hearing oh, yeah, this, it'll here's, be here's tomorrow. A, here's a competition idea for this week. Uh-oh. Find your best anime screenshot to wish Jeremy a happy birthday. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then just like tag it. Like yeah, tag it, <laughs> tag it. Tag it. Mention um, all the anime and tag it like hashtag JGB Day or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. JGB Day. Too close to BJ to me. That is just wishful thinking. JJ Abraham's awkward cousin. JGB Day. It sounds like the name of a DJ who's also a handy bum washer. You get me there. It's all like JGB Day. Very funny. Well, BJ. Find 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 appropriate hashtags that don't make. I would say go to the dark side. Hashtag. Happy birthday. <laughs> what? Uh, Jeremy. Universal everyone's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday world. Happy birthday world has some anime. Hashtag anime birthday. Anime limited. No. Jeremy birthday. <laughs> Hashtag, this hashtag, is a really long hashtag, hashtag that happy birthday to <laughs> Hashtag grave birthday. Grave, wow. Oh. No, that sounds depressing. Yeah. No, I'm totally 30, so you know. I'm old. I'm, I'm joining the old club. Oh, Sorry, that's no, me no, scoffing no, 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 and also like, rolling my eyes. What you do is hashtag it, hashtag too old. No. <laughs> no. 
I don't do that. No, that might that if you click on the hashtag, I'm not sure what you're doing. What dark research of the internet will we open it's today? Kind of the equivalent of Tumblr's or <laughs> YouTube. You hashtag JG30. There you go. Oh wow! All right, they're really emphasising that. Yeah, yeah. But I think on that note, folks, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, you can visit our website alltheanime.com. There, you can access the blog section where you can find really cool articles, including an interesting one that went live over. MCM weekend that talks about an app that can help you to learn Chinese it's a very very interesting read you can find tons more on there as well including our announcements our newswire as we mentioned also we are on the world of social media for Twitter our username is alltheanime Facebook it is facebook.com forward slash alltheanime Instagram and Tumblr are alltheanimeuk and if you want to find us on YouTube it is alltheanimeuk as the username from myself, Jeremy Grays, from Kerry, Kat, and Andrew, we've been Team Anime Limited. We're going to go and get some sleep and mm. have a good evening. See ya. Bye. Bye bye.